0: Welcome to the Lake Forest podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete. I'm joined by my co-host, School Walker and Arthur Miller. We all live in Lake Forest. Hey, we got a sponsor for the show, NeuroNoodle. Hey, parents of athletes, you get a physical every year, right? Well, include a brain map so you have a baseline to compare it to in case something happens. It only takes 20 minutes to get the data you need to know if your athletes go back on the field. And you know what, Scoo? If you need insurance, Dakota Insurance has always got your back. One of our favorite always. spots. Always. Then ask for Pam. Okay, <laughs> guys. Midpoint, <laughs> midpoint of the year. 70-plus shows. It's time to review what we've done so far. Uh, Autopsy without blame. I thought we could talk Ah. about our... (laughs) Well, some blame. I thought we could talk about our top 10 listen shows and some honorable mentions. And, uh, you know, we'll go down the list. You guys chime in whenever. Uh, Let's start with the honorable mentions. Uh, Obviously, speaking of Dakota Insurance... February 27th. That was a momentous show. That was the first time Scoo Walker was on the Lake Forest podcast talking about Dakota Insurance. He's had our back ever who, since. Who would have known it
1: was uh, you that was uh, walking the, the, that big, huge, gigantic dog?
2: <laughs>
1: all I would do is say, hello, good morning to you, and then all of a sudden I'm on this. And then yeah. look what
2: happened.
0: Some of the people know the story. Uh, one of Lake Forest's uh, most famous citizens, Matt, Matthew C. Alganey, was driving by and stopped to talk to us and introduced us.
1: And oh, that's right. There. That's right.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I think I called you Stu for, I don't know, about a month. <laughs> and I found out it was Scoo. In the first few shows. He called uh, me Mike, too. Mike. Mike.
2: <laughs> I've, been call it. Mike <laughs> I've been called
0: Mike Walker.
2: I've been called worse.
0: Wait till the show is over. So I thought that was a pretty momentous show, Scoo, uh, letting the people know uh, more about Dakota insurance and, you know, the voice of the Lake Forest uh, football and basketball scouts.
1: And I got to find out at the football games, you know, who's the, who's the guy screaming and hollering all the time? And it's you.
0: that's me that's me don't worry especially at the zebras zebras know who i am but then again you're eight feet tall so no one's gonna talk back to you (laughs) oh they will just ask my wife so another memorable show was may 13th i believe that was art's first appearance on the lake forest podcast the library classical proposal Art, you came on i think uh lori fitzgerald who's been a guest host a few times uh introduced Mm -hmm. us who came on and uh we had the architects on talking about their uh their proposal we had Catherine lemmer on a few episodes prior you guys came on and i haven't heard from Catherine since art so i don't know what you did
2: somewhere in there they went and also talked to city council and the city council gave them some suggestions and they're working on those now. And they've oh, kind really? of, their board has been kind of reconstituted with um, the new chair and three new members and they formed a building committee. And um, the, so things are things are moving along in a probably slightly different direction you know um it's not clear what that'll be yet but the preservation foundation had been interested in trying to promote them fixing the um dome and then the rotunda that's under it um to to make it right size to not make it too big for the site and then to stick with kind of the same form and style and we're still the preservation foundation still following that guideline and we don't know where they come out but the city wants them to basically come up with three different levels of plan: uh, an expansion, a reorganization, and fixing, and then maybe just a fixing. And then also to get all the people involved on one page to get a consensus. And so that's what they're going to be working on.
0: Got it. So, so you've had an impact on the library, Art.
2: Well, not personally, but a bunch of people.
0: Well, you know. you, you, and, you know, the, the architects uh, that came on, uh, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was, was good. They said there's more than one way to
0: skin a kid. Yeah, okay. Open minds, right? That's all we want is open minds. That's right, okay.
2: Exactly.
0: Okay. And follow a process. Now that right. they're following the process,
1: things might get done.
2: Exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, May, May 13th, Casey Urlacher, that was a, a great show. He yeah. came That's- on the mayor of Metawa talked to us for a good good uh bit of time he was i don't know if he was gloating but you know talking about costco and do you remember that show school i remember that show real well yeah it was, that was a, a great good. show yeah
1: i think he brought a lot of insight into it and
0: yeah if he's gloating let him gloat. i mean he just, wasn't they're, he they're... wasn't gloating he was <laughs> he was being well, correct
1: they're, they're the lucky recipients of all of our uh decisions lake Forest is not ours but lake force decisions not to do things
2: <laughs> yeah. well see lake force old heritage all all heritage has always been not in my backyard that goes back to 1860 and yeah. not in my backyard idea has attracted people to town you know it's pulled from being a couple few hundred in 1860 or so to being almost 20,000 in 2021 so it somehow attracts people. But it obviously creates some issues about what we should do. And as the town has filled up, and it hasn't really filled up. I mean, let's face it, Lake Forest is very spread out. But people don't want some kinds of stuff too close to them. It's just, it it goes last week. They turned down, after the city council said there was going to be a phase three condo building, on the um, property behind the two Liberty or Library Tower buildings across from Market Square on the Traction, yeah. there about 500 people signed petitions and they went to the Historic Preservation Commission, and the Historic Preservation Commission turned it down. So I don't know what the city's going to do about that. Um, these people don't want it in their backyard. They don't want that thing. And the only way you can appeal a, as I understand it, the only way you can appeal a city council or a, a Historic Preservation denial is on the basis of economic hardship and the city as part as the owner of the property and then to be the adjudicator Uh, does the city
1: really own the property
2: they own the property and if they're the adjudicators on whether they can build a building there or not there it's it's um i think it would be a, a lawyer's idea of a gift a gift wrapped package because all I have to do is sue them for self-dealing. You know, in other words, a client could just sue them for how self-dealing. How about the city sold it to the developer? It's. I don't think it's sold yet. I think it's okay. contingent, but I may be wrong. I don't know. Well,
0: it's
1: even okay. so. Well, you know, I, I, that,
0: no, even with Casey's fat, fat interview.
1: Even anyway, with Casey's uh, interview, though, I mean, I don't think, I, I don't think it's uh, not in my backyard. I think it's, you know, I have something up my other sleeve that I want to do in place of something could be. <laughs> like Costco and the and the uh, new city facility out there
2: yeah could be could well be yeah yeah so it's just this but I mean that, that same little area right around there was where they had trouble in 1860 and they're still having it today so um lake foresters have been pretty true to their roots
1: yeah I think it's going to be a mistake that land's going to stay vacant you know the owner doesn't have to do anything with it yeah <laughs> And when they knock down the house next door, it's going to be a vacant lot, which is not going to be beneficial to the people around there, their home values.
0: No.
2: So they'll do something.
0: We know it. Maybe it'll be a parking lot for some I'm betting on trucks. A, I'm, I'm betting on a condo unit.
2: <laughs> well, it, it has to be different than they've got. That's all, Because the, the folks weren't buying it. So they got to come up with some new scheme.
1: I think there was...
2: Uh, now, I think there's prejudice in that uh, ruling by the HPC, anyways.
0: Well see Well, we'll have to look into that.
2: I'm just giving you the historical background
0: wow. All right. May 5th. That was our process issue, not a people issue with the caucus. Wow. As you remember, I start I started this podcast to help people understand what the caucus is all about. Yeah, right. And also, you know, there's some misconceptions out there that it's a clique, quote unquote, boys club. Uh, what were the other perceptions, Scoo? Oh, well, I
1: think you, you probably pretty much nailed it. Besides, you know, people weren't getting a fair shake at interviews, that type of thing. But I mean, well, that, that, is, that issue goes on today. It's still, I mean, even as they transitioned new leadership under the caucus committee. You know, their number one goal is to educate the community on what the caucus committee does. And you know, I was on the caucus committee what ten years ago? And it was the same yeah. thing. So obviously the committee's not educating the community if we're still having these issues of what they do.
2: We have a lot of well, people. so we, we're reforming the community uh, after last year's big moves. You know, we've got a different community than we had in 2019, early 2020. And all these new people have to be integrated into the system. And uh, that, you know, that's the way that the community is so dynamic is um, part of the issue.
0: People have have a bad taste in their mouth because they feel like they're not involved, or they don't have control of what's going on, or there's a few people that control the information. And what I've I've been in it more than a year now. So now I kind of feel like I I can give my opinion, an educated opinion. People have a right to feel that way. Politics doesn't come into play in interviews. But what does happen is you have term limits. You have a two-year limit to be part of the caucus committee. And your first year that you're coming on board, you don't know what's going on then you have people leaving that do know what's going on. And if you have issues that are remaining, for instance, like the school board issue, I don't know if we have stock in the sign creating uh, corporations of America, but it's almost like we, we welcome a contested election so we can give people things to do. The executive committee is not vetted by the caucus itself. That's the problem guys. Huh.
2: Who sets that
0: up? Well the president picks the vice president. The vice president automatically becomes the president and the president gets to pick who they want in the executive committee. That and probably goes
2: that probably goes back to the end Wednesday days. How much you want to bet?
0: I but that's when what you, the issue. So so yeah. if you if you are feeling like it's a closed club, in essence it is And when you go vote
1: you're you're not on the right side of uh,
0: who's heading up your
1: individual ward. (laughs)
0: Because that ward chairman has
1: the, you know, power to bring on who they want.
0: Well, the problem is you have the executive committee, right? And let's just, let's talk about vetting. The person that's uh, responsible for the purse strings, whoever that is, could be the current person or the person in the past. How do we vet that person? How do we do a background check on that person? We don't. Really? Oh, yeah. He's we, don't have a, we don't, we don't have a, we don't have a say. The gonna, you
1: raise your hand
0: if you want to be on the executive committee. <laughs> I don't even know if you raise your hand. You can say, yeah, I'd be interested, but you have to be selected. Right. Do so people you, have to
2: sign every check?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen a check. But, but if they, for they instance, spend
2: money, they spend money. They have, oh, yeah. They should, they, they should have an audit.
0: You should audit the people that are responsible for the money. Because uh, yeah. if you're just putting in somebody in place, let's just do a simple background check. But we don't I, have that. Yeah. Uh, and, yes. and I just
1: want to make sure we're not accusing,
0: yeah. you know,
1: because I mean, I don't, I don't think the discussion is about, you know, how they spend their money. I think the discussion is about
0: oh, no, how process. You
1: know, Right, I mean, why, why can't we get uh, you know, I know you tried, why can't we get the, uh, the president of the caucus on here? I mean, this is a so great not, platform for everyone to come on and educate. Uh, Her but, biggest issue, Pete, is educating the community and why
0: not come on a podcast? Well, get it gonna get out. It, well, part of the vetting that we do, one of the questions that we ask people who come on the caucus committee is, do you have the time to do this position? if you have, if you're working for a big corporation and you're a mom and you may have other issues, you may not have time to, to get back to people. So, uh, or you could be, um, there's a lot of financial planners that are, that do this. And there's certain restrictions when you're a financial planner on what you can say in the public eye. And, also,
1: and I, I just think it gets down to, you know, Education of what being on a caucus committee is and then what you're trying to look for in board and committee members, because you can just go watch uh, any of these boards or commissions on the TV or go in person to, to see them now. And, you know, probably, you know, I would say from the ones I've watched and I've been on a, a major board is people don't do the homework. They, they get their packets, some don't ask, you know, read them in detail before the meeting, some are reading them during the meeting. And you know, that's the first thing uh, requirement on the caucus committee is like you said, Pete, you have time. And time means you have time to do the job that you're gonna be put on a board or commission right. to do. And, and that's reading the packet, understanding, asking legitimate questions so you don't drag on these meetings. And that's not being done. People are getting put on boards and commissions because, you know, they're a CEO or an executive or a financial guy, whatever it might be, and they're not doing the work. And, you know, what? that hurts That hurts the staff in the city trying to do their jobs because they come to these boards and commissions to get resolution on things. And when, you know, you're not doing and reading and understanding these packets I mean that's a big issue. And that goes back right. to the caucus committee. One of the problems. Putting problem. people on.
2: Dude, one yeah. of the problem- with um, the the packet situation is, especially when you bring in new board members, they don't know how to read those packets. They don't know how to, after you've been on a board or a commission for a while, you get so that you can go through them intelligently looking for problem areas.
1: I understand that Art, but here's the thing, as a committee, as a caucus committee, when I was on there, when you're interviewing someone for the plan commission, that person should be going and when you ask an interview question, what do you know about the plan commission? That's your responsibility. If you want to be on a board oh, yeah. or commission, to go sure. get that information, go look at the videos, go look at some of the packets and understand what's going on. That's not being done. And I'm I'm taking a wild stab at this is not being done because I watch these boards and commissions and people aren't doing their job. Okay, because no. I'm mostly Sir?
2: people with the preservation foundation, I'm mostly working with people, plan commission. Historic Preservation Commission and things that have pretty good backgrounds, you know, when they go on to those groups. It, 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 the plan commission may be a different problem.
1: I don't but know. let me ask you this, Art, when you've been working with the HPC, or the plan commission, can you, can you say that everyone on those boards and commissions have read the packet and have pure understanding of what the issue is being discussed?
2: I think it's more likely if they've been on longer. That I, that's been...
1: not what I'm asking because people rotate in and off and it's not it. It's not an say, excuse to be new on a, a board commission.
2: Okay. Because you're not on there a long time. I'm just saying that in any new job, you're kind of watching to see how other people are reacting to the data.
1: Understand that, but on a board commission, you do have a voting power in a certain situation. If you're not educated in it and you're just sitting there and saying, I'm a new member, so I can't really make that decision uh-huh. yet. I'm going to go with, you know, what everyone's saying. That's wrong. That's not how these boards and commissions are supposed to operate.
2: No. And as I say, historic preservation doesn't work. The historic preservation commission doesn't work that way. The new person on this year is Maureen uh, Grinnell. She's an experienced, been on several boards and commissions of local historic organizations and places, and she, she's very knowledgeable, and she hit the ground running. She knows all that stuff to start with.
0: Hmm. Well, so, well, guys, the problem we talked about is it's the process. <laughs> the process is the caucus doesn't vet or do, isn't able to have control on who their vice president and president is. Well, that doesn't
2: make sense. That does
0: that's make sense. that's what that's where the issue is. And then uh, then you'll I, hear. I think
2: I think it's oh, an issue. I, I
1: think it's an issue, but it's not the, the the major issue because the the executive council isn't appointing. People on board, I mean, they are, but it's the local wards that are bringing people forward for open boards and commissions that have to get through the ward process and then taken up to the eventual full caucus decision. And the the executive board, if the full caucus votes on someone and it's positive, the board's not, the, the executive committee doesn't really have a say in that. So, yeah, they can do whatever they want. It's not right, probably just picking and choosing who they want to be on there. But the process of getting people on the board, I think, needs to be, you know, that's the education process. That's the process process. is not, not being done properly, I don't think. That's my opinion. Someone come on here and correct me, because that's what I see when I'm watching boards and commissions. People aren't doing their job, which tells me those people were put on boards and commissions by the caucus committee, and they're not doing their the right uh, vetting of candidates. If people are on boards and commissions, right. they're not—they're not, not reading packets. They're not—you know—they're—they're they're not making their own. I, I just—that's the process. That's the
0: problem. The president and the vice president have, and, and the executive board have influence over people on their first year. They can steer. If you don't know anything about the process, you can present information to somebody to lean. Yeah, but you're—you're.
1: All—all I'm saying, Pete, is these these caucus committee members. Have more interaction with their ward chairman
0: and the ward yeah.
1: individuals getting people on board than they do with a once a month exec committee meeting or, or the or not exec committee, but the um, overall caucus meeting when all so, the wards are together.
0: So let me ask you this you, you were doing a longer time than myself. Should the caucus committee vote on who their president, and vice president is, and chairman? I, when, I, when I was on there, it was.
1: We oh, cool. we we're, were asking, a full caucus meeting, you know, here's the executive positions that are coming up. Is anyone interested? You can either you raise your hand or talk to your ward chair. They'll bring it forward and I believe we did vote on who, you know, were the next Wasn't one. It? Yeah. So they no should
2: kidding. vote. And it should be a vote. Any organization, the officers should be elected. Preservation Fund well, the- is a private organization. It has a it has a, a meeting where you have to have a proxy or in-person quorum at the annual meeting and you elect the board members and yeah, United-
1: no, I, when i was on there it was i remember it, you know it wasn't this contested thing it's like you know raise your hand to me. I, I
0: want to do it okay great no what they do is at the annual meeting you vote on who the officers are but you don't know who you don't know who's up for yeah or but you don't have any nomination process
1: no well, no I, I thought there was i remember i remember that happening when i was yeah, on the
2: caucus there should be a nominating committee you look at your bylaws
0: Ask I for would, but, hey, our, while we're talking see if you can find the bylaws on the uh, caucus website okay, they, hey they, guys
1: this this is just three guys living in the city two yeah. that have been here a long time and look what we're discussing confusion on how the caucus committee works yeah so i mean obviously that's still an issue and each ingoing, outgoing president their main thing is educating the community it's not happening and they should they gotta gotta do it a different way and it's not sending out an email to the community or sending out a flyer it's stuff like this come on the podcast let's talk about educate this is your platform that reaches more people they don't want
0: to come on the podcast.
1: I, I, I'm asking, well, why not? Here's to, my they, question. What, what's been, who is it, Kim Fall? Kim, come on on the podcast. Why don't you want to come on the podcast to talk about and educate the community?
0: On the podcast the, committee. Doesn't have the time to?
2: The page can't be found for the bylaws. It comes oh, back. Oh, really,
0: Art? That's the the been down since, uh, when would he do that show? That bylaws have been down since uh, May 5th.
2: Well, they could put their bylaws back up. That would be a, a legal thing. You could, you could ask the attorney general to have them put their bylaws
1: up on the web. Hey, listen, I mean, you know, the, she was, did a five-question thing on the love or whatever. That's that new yeah. information thing the city's doing five questions does not educate the city on the, the city residents and how the caucus. I mean, there's people that have been here for 50 years that don't understand still how the caucus committee works. Just like there's people that have been here for a month that don't understand how it works and and vice versa. There's a, people that are here probably for a month that understand it clearly. And you know, but education has to happen I, I, when you have, and the, I, I'm sorry, I just, it drives me crazy because this impacts overall how the city operates and how the city and the staff work, because if we can't, they rely on the boards and commissions. And when those positions aren't filled with people that want to, you know, I sure they all want to be on there, but it's evident when you look at stuff, look at shows or whatever you want to call them, commissions and board meetings, they're not questions are being asked that are in the packet. When someone has to reference a builder or whoever has to answer a question of a board member or committee member, and ask them to reference page whatever of the packet, that's not doing your job. And, and that's the thing is, you know, education, that's why this is a great platform to educate the community. I mean, new ways to do it, not doing a five question thing, not sending out stuff. You got to think of different ways to reach out to the community. And that's, you know, a, a podcast, you know, other ways it, to do it, but it's not happening.
0: Yeah. Well, there's more downside for people to know what's going on than upside. It's more downside That's, to be on this pod, podcast than upside. What's the downside? The, the downside well, is not, there's no, not you know, having any answers. Yeah. Not having but, an answer.
2: <laughs> In other words, you find out people want to know things that you can't really reply to. You, all you have to say is, gee, that's a good question, and I'm going to get go back to my group and talk about it, and we're going to come back on your podcast. And,
0: and never and, come back again. But that's but, what they should do. That's what they should but do. I, I guess
1: the, the podcast here, is not designed to you know, make people fear being on here. If they want no, to use it as an education tool, come yeah. on here and have at right. it.
2: Right. Well, but, I mean, if they don't know the answer or if something comes up that they hadn't thought about, all they have to say is, That's a really good question. I will find out and I'll get back to you. I mean, that's fair.
1: But but again, the podcast is not uh, blind. I mean, I think a lot of people um, when they're asked to come on, I think it's, I don't know why people think that, but you know, this isn't a blind question and answer. Like you're coming on and you're, you know, you're, you're going to get grilled. I mean, it's what you want to talk about.
2: Right. We'll try to. If, if the
1: president of the caucus wants to come on and educate the community in a half hour, 45 minutes to an hour on how the caucus works,
0: come on on. We're not going to. want to. There, there have been, That's crazy. Uh, there, there have been half a dozen emails. Yeah, let me get back to you on a date. Let me get with the vice president. Let me get back to you on a date. Let me get back to you. Delay, delay, stall. Let the summer. Hey, is she too hopefully, busy? Hopefully it goes away.
1: If she's too busy, send one of the other exec committee members. That's not yeah.
0: too busy. It, it, somebody. They're, they're not, they're not, everybody's they're not busy. Gonna, they're not gonna do it. Look, it's a process issue. The process is the president and the vice president, I don't wanna say are in cahoots, but they're the ones that control the future, what's what's going on, and the entire caucus committee has no choice on who the vice president and president is. Hey, listen, I, all, I,
1: all I know, Pete, is the caucus is out of session, committee is out of session right now for the summer. And in the fall, they're going to start up again and they're going to get barraged because I've looked at different openings. They're going to get barraged. But you know what? If I want to be on a border commission that may be open in the third award come this fall, I want to know more about the caucus. I can't even bring up the bylaws. I, the no. website's not functioning. No,
0: the website is Do you know, do you know when it went down? Seriously, it was functioning May 4th. We did our show. It went down May 5th. Something happened. Because <laughs> you know what happened? They had the bylaws on from 2016. And I guess they, they just updated the bylaws, 2019 or whatever it was. And it's been down ever since.
1: They have an internal technical person. Why isn't this website fixed where people can, the community can access it to learn about it.
2: They're undermining their legitimacy.
1: Right. Well, so, our, that's exactly what happens when, you know, people start questioning things. It's like, well, look, I can't even get information.
0: So that's like I said, what's, what's the upside? If, if people know what's going on, there's more downside than upside. Whatever. Here's
1: the, here's the big thing. And one last thing on the caucus. Yeah. Pete, you know what? Yeah. You said it earlier that, you know, you think that the caucus wants to have contested elections to spend money on signs. I'll go the other way. The caucus does not want to have contested elections. And the only reason there's contested elections is because those people contesting it have been slighted by the caucus committee. Either they weren't involved in uh, an interview process or something happened where um, they did not know how the process worked. And it goes all the way back to the caucus committee and education. And if everyone was educated and knew how the caucus committee and the city boards and commissions work, there wouldn't be contested elections. There wouldn't Laurie because
0: Fitzger- that's- Well, here, Lori Fitzgerald, right? She, that's a perfect example who didn't know yeah. about the caucus process, I applied to get on the caucus. And I believe they just put her on one of the boards. So at least I don't know if that's a quieting thing or that's a process. Absolutely, thing. you think, yeah. Oh, so it's okay. someone, someone ran for uh, a position and didn't get
1: it, so let's let's get that person on a border commission, so we just you know don't have to go through that again. <laughs> all
0: right, <laughs> all right, we're not in there talking. Okay. Oh. oh my God, <laughs> guys, that was that was just the honorable mention shows. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Are we ready for the top 10? All right. Number 10, Tim Newman, former alderman award two, former uh, caucus president. That was April 30th. Tim's a good guy. He he came on. He was back in early 2000s. He was part of the process. And uh, I think I was on the
1: caucus with Tim
2: and he was on the city council and he was the leading, he really led the golf restoration before they put in the two uh, mega ponds, you know? Yep.
1: Right. Now Tim's a great guy and uh, it's a a shame. I mean, he'd be, you know, if he wanted to continue, I think he'd be a great mayor. Or a great great candidate.
0: He's now
2: mayor of Naples. I don't know
0: why you got him as number 10 though. I would have bumped him up there higher. No, the, the top ten is just by listens. He made the top ten. Oh, gotcha. our, our listeners picked this, not us. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, coming at number nine, Ashby Beasley, mom, wife, and activist, May twenty fifth. That was an interesting show. That's a tough one. Uh, Which one? <laughs> she came on. She came the one in on, her closet. <laughs> Cut that out of post. <laughs> uh no, we'll leave that in. Uh that's the one where the dad kept opening the door to let the and kid let the kid in. in. Let the kid in, let them know that uh, there's a mother on board. Um, okay. she that's, what, <laughs> that's that's what it seemed like to me. I don't I don't know.
2: Okay, but if people listen to it anyway. So good. Yeah. Well, they
0: to, um well she came in a response because she came up from Highland Park lake forest because of the blm protests or whatever some protests uptown and she was
1: um going at it with um
0: rob metz uh, rob metz yeah. yeah she
1: used to be with rob metz or i don't know it's really bizarre i don't know interesting-
0: uh, you know what it is i i would put a title on her as button pusher okay okay well she she, she was, first, yeah. she, she was pu- pushing yeah. buttons okay I, so she wanted to come up here and, you know, get some FaceTime. I don't know if it's attention or what, but came up and we'll get to Rob Metz later. I mean, he's no angel in all this, but that was the number nine show. Number eight, we talked about uh, Lori Fitzgerald uh, from the Let's Do Better slate clears the air April 16. Came on, didn't know about the caucus, applied and is now on one of the boards, so. She's been a guest host a couple of times. I give her credit for introducing us to art.
2: Uh,
0: oh. She brought art on the show. So we appreciate it. What, what uh, board
1: and commission she's on
0: now? One of the school ones, she told me. Nice. All right. Lori, please put it in the comments. What do they got you doing? They got you uh, packed away somewhere. <laughs>
1: in the District uh, 62 school board?
0: <laughs> 66. <and a> <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Laugh. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, it's a shame we can't get Lori on more. Her job's, uh, you know, keeping her pretty busy. So uh, hopefully we can get some more time at the end of the year. Uh, number seven listen to show was Kara upkiss with the Young America's Foundation. That was June 8th. She came to talk about the YAF club was canceled. I still don't get that one, Scoo and Art. You had a group that was bringing in a lot of kids. They couldn't meet during COVID, so the charter got taken away. They brought Steve Forbes here, three hundred people, and they got some pretty canceled. good um, people that
1: came in to speak on board. But
0: apparently, they
1: had uh, they didn't meet the criteria for a meeting or something.
0: That was it. They 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 had to meet once a month during COVID. And, I don't know, and, and they didn't have great. auditing or whatever yeah. for it. I don't know.
2: I think it's the fact that it was an outside organization with a $35 million purse that was um, promoting a political agenda. And yeah. some people thought that that was maybe a little, I mean, I don't think it's bad to have student-led political groups, but maybe one's backed by $35 million sounds a little it, Yeah.
0: Kara was cool. She came on, she made her points. Um, I I don't know what people are afraid of, but, um, hopefully they put them back on. Uh, let's see. Number six was Joanna Marshall came on. She's a doozy. Joanna, where have you been out there? You were pretty fired up at the beginning. Uh, she was on the, uh, let's do better slate district one, one, five, uh, he came on she's she's always got an opinion on something but we haven't heard from her lately but you made the top 10 you a way to go
2: <laughs> uh,
0: no. a- any thoughts on that Scoo?
1: oh well, i thought it was uh you know interesting interview I'm, i've known her from growing up but um yeah she's very passionate and you know had some good points
0: and she had a problem with uh the caucus process and yeah. And we told her, hey, you're like me and acquire taste and maybe you didn't interview well. But other people said she did interview well. Who knows? That's why it's a subjective thing. But, that's,
1: but yeah, and that's the process. You know, some people yeah. don't get on it and, you know, have a bad interview, but that, that
0: happens all the time. And...
2: Yeah. So part of the problem with the, um, the caucus choice thing, I think, is that the original idea of the caucus was that the people who got onto boards and commissions would not come with political agendas, that they would be relatively impartial, open to hearing both sides of issues. And if people come to the caucus process deeply, passionately committed to one particular perspective, that then they don't make such good legitimate um, caucus uh, board and commission members. Now, for instance, I've never been on a board and commission. I've been an advocate for preservation for 25, 30 years. But because of that, I haven't gone and tried to be on a board and commission because there would be, I think they, there are reasons why they wouldn't want me. You know,
1: Right. And, and there, there's still, uh, Pete, I think you know when I was there, I think. When, you guys go through it when you interview still is, you know, one of the first things that are asked, I believe is one, do you have, you know, you're supposed to check your political affiliation at the door when you come into the interview. And then two, yeah. they ask you if there's any conflict. And, you know, right. those, but, those are, those are the premier things that you should ask. And that's, you know, if we, they stray you know, I, from I, that, that's something that's, uh, well, you know, part that, of the process that needs to be.
0: Well, where I'm coming from is if you don't get to pick the president or vice president, President's a Democrat, the Vice President's a Democrat, and their Executive Committee are all Democrats. But they've never said they're a Democrat, right? That's that's the problem. It's it's almost. I'd like to know where everybody's at. You know. Well, see, I like.
2: I know where I'm at. I don't don't belong on the caucus, you know, and I don't belong in a city commission because I want to go to those commission meetings and those board meetings and make my
1: point. Well the whole point of checking your political affiliation at the door is cuz you're it's not you can you can argue it it's being on a border commission is not being about what political party you're with. No. It's about how you're helping the city make a decision on what comes to that border commission. That has nothing to do with your political viewpoint. That's the pur- purpose of that. So it doesn't to me I don't care what your political affiliation is. I just don't want people picking people that don't want to do the work have agendas and are seeking only to bring on people that are in their little sphere of knowledge because that doesn't that doesn't help it, the city and that's what these boards it, and commissions it, it, are to do
0: you. period hard stop Scoo, hard stop i like that like breeds like you want to bring on people I agree. Are like you. And that's what's going on. And the reason why it's going on is because we don't pick who's at leading at the top. That's
1: exactly. And that's that's the exact, you know, it's easier to pick your buddy than yep. it is to do the work and interview people and find the right person. That's the problem.
0: Okay. All right. Going on to number five, Philippe Mellon, leader of the Let's Do Better 115 school board campaign. Philippe, he and I, we went back at it a few times. <laughs> I, I, I think I call, i didn't call him a carpetbagger. What did I call him? Tired gun. That's what I called him. And <laughs> uh, it's and important, anybody I, that he can make money off of. It seemed like six thousand bucks, you know.
1: <laughs> he, he, he can got make some off. money here. I support you. <laughs>
0: but now I sat down with Philippe, you know. You know, good guy, misunderstood, I guess like myself. Yeah, yeah he is a good guy. I mean, it, all these people, it's funny you hear yeah. um,
1: you know, how evil all these people are. And yeah, so you, yeah. you sit down and have a discussion. You go, wow, or you hear them. A, yeah, or you're like, wow, that's a nice person.
2: I, where Where is that coming from? It's one of the things this podcast has done is show the humanity of a lot right. of people get caricatured and stereotyped yep. by their position
0: absolutely humanity is not perfect oh my god you remember the early days we would have people on oh god you got this fact wrong you got that <laughs> fact wrong you need to be an expert on this but right, that's why we got art somebody's got a problem with our history quotes i'm pointing at art <laughs> it's, it's like it's it's like it's a it's a gotcha society, you know. They always want to catch it in something.
2: Too bad. Yeah.
0: All right. So number four, our boy Joe Neasley at Chiefs Pub. That was January 27th. That's one yeah. of the first shows. Oh yeah. He came on board, didn't know me from Adam, and uh he and, he came scr- back. and he came back again, uh grinding away, looking for help. By the way, if anybody's looking for uh, kitchen help, uh, Joe Joe is hiring. He will he will hire you in a heartbeat. No, he Joe's started,
2: he Stayed through that whole pandemic though. He stayed open out there in his little igloos and stuff, and yeah. he really killed in the vineyard to keep Lake Forest business alive.
0: Yeah. All right, number three, Madeline. Remember Madeline? She came on to oh, give yeah. her response to the Ginger Show. That was April 2nd. And Madeline, I'm guessing, because we didn't ask, she's more on the conservative side. Um, she couldn't believe what she heard and read about uh, Ginger. And last I heard, she's, she's she, lo- she was mad at me. She liked me. Now she's mad at me again. I think she was a classic case of someone coming on and
1: talking to you and then realizing, oh,
0: they really weren't like that. Madeline, I I spent, I think I spent an hour with her on the phone trying to get her to watch the school board um, debates because she was having a hard time. She wanted to vote for, uh, I call it the blue signs, blue and white signs. Let's do better. I go, Why don't you just listen to the debates and see who sounds better, who does a better job, and do your picking. Uh, But she didn't know there were debates, so that that was an interesting (laughs) Madeline, if you're listening, uh, please don't be pissed at me. All right, number two. Robbie Metz, founder of the Lake Bluff Militia Social Club and Ministry of Spiritual Redemption. 522. I have, in parentheses, deleted. Deleted? (laughs) Oh, yeah. They made me take down the podcast. What? Because he had had a grateful – you didn't know that? He had a great – he gave me a flyer to use for his – Oh, uh, because of the Grateful Dead thing. Grateful Dead, yeah. So I had to take down the podcast and put it back up. And and let's just say, if you had to pick a side, he's far right. Uh, He's a button pusher. Um, But he sounded
2: more reasonable on the air, well,
0: well, yeah, yeah he, when you they they all do, with the yeah. exception of you know <laughs> putting your kids in on cue during the podcast. Oh, but but, I mean,
2: he, no, he, a, you could understand how he got to where he was,
0: yeah. It wasn't well, he, 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 was, he was he used facts and data, and you know, let's call let's let's call a spade a spade. I mean, he. He put some stuff out there in social media that knew it was going to get a rile out of people, yeah. piss them off. And out of the seventy-two shows we've had on, I'd say there's four shows that have been very controversial. Okay, a- Ashby Beasley from the left. Yeah. Uh, Rob Metz from the right. Madeline from the right. And then our number one show in the first six months of the year, Breaking News, Interview with Ginger, the target of the Let's Do Better campaign, March 29th. Hey, can I, can I
1: say something real quick there when yeah. you're putting those people on right and left? I would say far right and far left.
0: We didn't have okay. too many it,
1: it, it, the middle people.
0: <laughs> I don't think middle people will come on because I don't think they're passionate enough to come on. To Let's just take Robbie Metz, Okay. By him, what's a fraction of one over 72, okay? That one show, I have a pretty strong feeling, has made people from the city council not want to come on, uh, anybody in a political faction come on, because the name of the show is Lake Forest Podcast, and they don't want to have anything to do with 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 That's Ron me
2: too, because I think you you've given people a forum and the fact that there are outliers, they aren't covered in the press. We have a press desert here. You don't have, you used to have pro and con columns in a newspaper and we don't have that anymore. And we're the local government. I mean, we have stuff that comes from the city, this new Lake Forest love and everything. I like sweet, but we don't have independent, media for the exchange of ideas and i think people are overreacting to the difficulty of being on a podcast i think yeah i mean yes there are people that are on the extreme but if we're not going to cater just to the people on the extreme people in the middle have to share their perspective and yeah i agree i mean it's it's you Know
1: it seems like just doing this podcast for the short time I've been doing it, the only people that want to come on are the extremes, which is fine, I think it's you know crazy.
2: But well, you know,
1: do you remember? You know, his, his, his interview should never, uh, you know, put the I mean, I talked to several people about coming on, and it was like first thing out of their mouth was Rob Betts. You had on, it's like, what you know, who
0: do we get, who, who do we get more grief on? You know, what's crazy is. We got more grief about Rob Metz than we did about Ginger. We should get more grief about Ginger for what she said about the women in Lake Forest. I mean, it's just, you know. And and do you remember the Ginger show? You know how we got Ginger through Sasha, who wouldn't show her face on the show. Right. Or use her real name. (laughs) That just goes to show you. Which was a setup which was a setup uh, So when you get you know from the left or the right or whatever they're both button pushers okay and for but- anybody anybody that thinks because we bring these people on it represents us or the town I mean that's just because you know what we've we've been even-handed and you know what that gets you it gets you nothing because no matter how you try to appease people you, you can't do it it's not possible. One out of seventy-two shows, you bring somebody on, and that affects the community from learning about the city council, the aldermen's, you know, they won't come on because of that. There's something fundamentally wrong there. Yep. And I don't I know about you. And I'm not kissing anybody's butt to you know I hope they're on. not
1: not coming on here because of that, but you know, you never
0: know. I got a pretty good idea. So fine. But you don't, don't want to come on.
2: But just the three of us represent a sort of more moderate left-right group than, than your the outliers do.
1: Hey, the only right. reason I'm doing this is because of why I was asked to do it, and that's to promote businesses, promote the community, promote what's going on in the community, and there's nothing out there. You know what the – art. you remember this? You know what the one vehicle that promoted the community and everyone knew about the community back in the day? It was called – the lake forester yes. people used to die to, for on thursdays to have that come out that's still out there but it's trash right now sorry but it it's was
2: very well it's We have no content right
1: there's no there's no vehicle Circle. out there that talks about the community talks about <laughs> the high school talks about you know everything going on in the community right, right. and that's why i agreed to do this because i thought this was a great vehicle to do that not because of political views which you know, I, unfortunately, I guess everyone has to jump to a political view on everything nowadays. But that's not the reason for this. You know, I, I mean, that's why I joined it, and yeah. and I still think we we can do a lot of promoting yeah. of stuff and and you know the beach, the, the concerts that are going on in in town every week at the golf course, they have concerts. Yeah, you know, all this stuff, good stuff going on, but yeah, you know, no nice. one wants no one wants to come on and talk about it.
2: No, nope. we, we had um, Trey Gonzalez on with the uh, Smith's, Smith's. story. They're expanding, you know, and those are good stories. Those are, that's good for Lake Forest. They're
0: they're great stories, but guys, I just read off the top 10 list of the most yeah. listened to episodes. Nine out of the 10 with politics.
2: Huh. So people are not jumping to this other stuff.
0: Oh, they're jumping. but well, just not, jumping. I mean, you have several hundred people a week that are listening. Okay. but. we're talking about these particular episodes you're getting into the thousands right so community living in a city you know it's messy not everything's pretty daisies okay if there's murky sides of things just because it's murky doesn't mean it doesn't exist so uh, for the people like to live in silos unfortunately they want to get their news from a specific place and if it's not you're not going to learn about the city government from us. I don't think so, guys. And, you know, the choice we got to make is don't let somebody with an opposing view come on the show because that's a choice. If we didn't have Robbie, if Robbie Metz didn't come on, we would have everybody else from the city come on. I guarantee you that. So what's the choice that we make?
2: That's unfortunate because if you listened to the show, there was a rationale to where he got to how he got to where he got I didn't exactly buy it, but I understood it better, and I saw his uh, frustration, and I think that that's worthwhile. You know,
1: but well, I'm not going to give him that platform to say, you know, people aren't coming on the show because of him. I, I'm as much as I don't want to say that. I, I mean, it's I don't well, think I'm, people.
0: I, I, I'm saying it.
1: Okay, so, that's fine.
0: I I, I'm not, I believe
1: it, but I mean, I just that's that's a weak excuse if. You know, you can't come on and talk about your business or, you know, what's going on in the community. Great stuff right. going on because some Yahoo comes on the show and spouts off his opinion that, you know, a lot of people don't agree with. I don't no. agree with. I think it was crazy. I don't agree with I don't it. think it's crazy.
2: But that doesn't mean I didn't want to hear about it.
0: No, I know. That's fine. Well, people are talking about it and they've come up with this narrative <laughs> And once you hear what the guy has to say, that disrupts the narrative. And I think people want to keep this image in their mind. I don't know. Everybody needs a bad guy. Everybody needs a good guy. So so we'll leave it at that. Well,
2: we need to water the desert. That's what we need to do. We need to get more information. We need water,
0: not urine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but we need more people actually listening to each other, not just saying things and not just sound bites. The nice thing about the podcast is it's not 30 seconds. It's yeah. not just a sentence it's a conversation like you talked about the five questions you know that the one yeah. person answered. it's not five questions it's a it's a half an hour or so and it's a chance for someone to work out what they want to say <clears throat> and discuss it with uh, and bounce it off a couple of people. And there's no place else that you can get that right now in an informal setting.
0: If yeah, you go, love-
2: to, you get five minutes max to come. Yeah. Hey,
1: I, I would love to throw out the invitation to Jason Weka for the city manager. He's relatively yeah. new right. to the community. I'd love, come, Jason, come on on. Let's talk about the city, your experience as a new city manager, what's going on. There's a lot of good things going on and you're the person who can educate people on what's going on in, the, in this great city. Come on. Well,
2: he Jason. has the advantage of being a new guy who's experienced in city workings in, diff- in general, but he's a new guy in Lake Forest that he might have some very interesting observations that wouldn't get him in trouble, but that would help us see better where we are.
0: Jason's a good guy. A great guy. Yeah. He's a good guy and look, for whatever reason, coming on this show reflects bad on him and the government. That that's what I hear is going on out there. So that is that's unfortunate. No one's
2: intention. There's no reason to think that.
0: Well, I hope that. Not. Well, I'm just telling you that's what's going on. So, whether it's yeah. right or wrong, when people say, "Hey, bring somebody on," look, we've tried. <laughs> I've, given the, I've given the reasons why the caucus isn't coming on. And I've given the reasons why city government isn't coming on. If people are going to come to our, our podcast, maybe they'll go to Lake Forest Love. God bless Dave Sweet. Love his columns.
2: He's a wonderful guy.
0: He's but a great it's a, guy.
2: It's a uh, city-run
0: organ. The first six months, I wouldn't trade him for anything. Hey, we got art. Every Tuesday, we record our art class. I get my hour's worth of history. I go through, I don't know how many pieces of loose leaf paper. (laughs) I get, I try to remember it all, Art. That's why you're an admin. You have to correct me. School, we got the voice of the Lake Forest uh, basketball, football scouts. I mean, this is great. And then we get to find uh, small businessmen around the city and women. For the uh, backbone of the
2: community, right?
0: Backbone, hey. Anybody that's for small business and first responders, I'm all for. Let's let's throw in Greg Lipkowski, have a great retirement, right? The boys in blue, we had the boys in red on. We had Mike on. So this, this has been a great thing. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that if we bring somebody on, people have to feel tainted. And anybody that feels that way, I you know, I don't want them on anyways. It's we'll work some around rec- it.
2: Get get a backbone. Stay, don't take it personally. Stay open. You're a pioneer and you're doing something to help make things more open. I'm sorry your feelings get hurt a lot. Um, (laughs) But I think
0: I do have have pretty thin skin art.
2: But I think but I think you've done some really constructive stuff, and I congratulate you.
0: Well Well, you've done a great job. Hey, we we've done a great job, guys. Let's I can only imagine what the next step and if we can't get
1: people on we'll just make it up and then force people to come on and correct us
0: how's that good idea <laughs> well no i mean here here's the point if people say you know what uh, nobody from Elsinore lake forest wants to come on you know who do, does want to come on highwood you know wants to come on Metawa. you know wants to come on libertyville so hey guys i can only ask so many times you want to come on? You don't? Okay, we're gonna to have to expand. Well, we got a lot of people out there in Lake Forest. We got,
1: we'll start. We gotta start. All
0: right, all right, all right. We finally got our uh, Patreon going, Scoo. If people really, really like us, they can buy us a beer, and our beer fund. For the price of five dollars, you get to get a lovely Lake Forest podcast social cup koozie. You can see it on our Facebook page. That's right, it's there. Let's start that fund. So we could throw a nice little kegger somewhere. Can you do keggers anymore? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Gotta know how right. to tap them though. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we've we've come to the end. Art school, I appreciate you both. Thank you for hanging on this ride for 70 plus episodes. We'll uh do another 70 or so. Uh can't wait for the year year end edition. We'll About to do a live Lake Forest Day years. podcast. Is this all? Well, yeah, yeah we, they got somebody new over at the Legion, so they said they're going to come on before August uh, for Lake Forest Day, so we'll see. All right, hell of a show, guys. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash up like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about on the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete. I can be reached at le- Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. On behalf of my co-hosts, Scoo Walker and Arthur Miller, if you really, really like us, you can buy us a beer on Patreon slash com. We thank you for listening. Cue the band.